Savannah. It's good to be back after a week off, right? Oh, yeah. So because we were off last week, we decided to go over why we were off and kind of explain some stuff about it. So we decided our topic today would be prioritizing. It's kind of an important thing, don't you think, Savannah, like prioritizing. Last week, you were slammed with, with schoolwork and with a lot of crazy things that yeah. you, know, you, you needed to get done. And I just gotten back from a bike race. Yeah, like and 48 we're, hours. we're both like, okay, we got to prioritize better. But I think putting things off because you have something of greater value in the chamber is always a positive thing. So what have yeah. you learned about what have you learned about prioritizing this this time around? So prioritizing is what I thought is I came up with two different lists. Prioritizing when everything's a priority and then just prioritizing something in general like time management. Mm. So when I was thinking about prioritizing when everything's a priority, like what do you think that means when everything's your priority? <laughs> Have you noticed that like when you get so overwhelmed, there's so much stuff to go to, to to get done or to go down that yeah. you have a hard time even deciding where to start, like yeah. where to go first, right? So when I was looking at these two lists, I was trying to compare and contrast and both of them, a lot of them all started with starting off with a list and just, or just even oh, if it, not even writing it down. the dreaded list, I know, right? And it doesn't even have to be writing it but down. But it's important though, right? It Making is. lists. I agree. And so it's going over a list, even if it's just in your head and figuring out what you feel is the most important and working your way down the list, getting everything done. Can I tell you something I, I, I learned about just yesterday about procrastination? What? And they were saying that people that procrastinate, um, it's not necessarily a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It just is a thing. Yeah. But what I learned is that it takes a lot of mental capacity and energy yeah. to, to put that, that priority like on the back shelf. Because what are you doing when you're just kind of like having it lay in wait? What, what's your brain doing? It's trying to do everything. It's thinking, how am I going to get this done? I got to get this yeah. thing finished. And so really, you put in a ton of energy, if you think about it, like thinking about processing and kind of like coming up with ways to start the the, you know, the task. Yeah. So think about how much energy is wasted just, by procrastinating. Yeah, exactly. So, so those are the yeah, first two, the first ones on both lists. The second one, well, it kind of talked about also with the list, like even if you're just organizing it by monthly, weekly, daily, hourly, whatever you want, and figuring out which one you should start with and which way one you can do later, like hmm. that sort of things. And it was the second one was separate um, your urgent tasks from your important tasks on both things. It was urgent and important. So this is a good segue. Let's talk about how do we know when something's important versus when something can be postponed, right? Yeah. So I learned this a long time ago, and Dr. Paul taught me this, and I, I really appreciated it. He said, you know, whenever someone says, hey, uh, you know, what, what's, the, what's the most important thing on your priority list? Very seldom do people put this one thing first and foremost. Do you know what that is? Yourself. Themselves. Absolutely. We, we tend to put ourselves way down on our priority list. Why do you think that is? Because it's not the first thing that's going to come to your head when you're thinking of a thing you need to finish and get done. It's true. It's true. And so what happens is we, we put ourselves lower on the priority list and then we end up doing other tasks that necessarily won't bring a ton of happiness, a ton of joy. Maybe we overcommit ourselves, things like that, right? Yeah. And so he always said, Write down your priority list in this way. And I always thought this was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. He said, number one, the top of your priority list needs to be you. Right? Yes. And then your next one down needs to be your relationship with, with others. Meaning like, you know, your relationship with your family, your relationship yes. with your friends, with your teachers, all those things. Right? Mm -hmm. So the third one down needs to be um, uh, kind of set for the priority list um, of 
of being able to have like things, our relationship with things. Yeah. Now think about that for a minute. Your relationship with your phone, with the TV, with you know, with your car, with whatever it is that occupies time. Yes. And he says if you put yourself up first, you know, your family and relationships and things of that second and things third, um, it really does kind of start prioritizing your time better. It does. It works into time management. So I think it's kind of an interesting, I think it's an interesting kind of uh, aspect. I always ask my clients that too. Like, hey, what's the, what's the most important thing you, you know, on your priority list? And instinctively, man, they always say, oh, it's my kids or it's yeah. this or it's that. They never say it's them. Honestly. So our next one is, um, it's so it says ordering tax, tasks by estimated effort, which I was thinking about. I was like, what does that mean? And then I was like, I started getting into it more and it's saying your effort, estimating how much effort you can, you're going to put into this task versus this task. Mm. Is that so you don't like, like overkill it Yeah. or underkill it? Exactly. That's kind of an interesting. So how, how do you gauge how much energy you put into something? Like for instance, let's talk about this last week was school. I had to memorize the 197 bones in the body for mm. my health class. That's right. Um, now, a lot of people were just filling out this one worksheet he gave us the first day, and we're ready to go. Me, on the other hand, I put a lot of effort into it. I made flashcards. I made you guys go over. I put all the definitions on the back of the flashcards. I was using, when I first started, I was using highlighters and highlighting by color, trying to memorize things by colors. Mm. And, um, and then I had everybody go over it with me. So that was a lot of effort, but then it eventually paid off in the end because I knew everything and I could I can still name everything. Like it's not like something I just got down for that day. So that really was a lot of effort you put into all those cards. And there was there was a ton of them. Oh yeah. And then you had to learn how to spell them. Oh yeah, I got all it, every, stuff, right? spell it right. And uh, and that was the thing is I remember thinking, God, you're putting a ton of effort into this. It must it must really be important to you. And the funny part about that is, um, I've done that stuff in the past. I remember going to school and I put not so much effort. So can you guess <laughs> maybe how my grades turned out? Not very good. Yeah, really. And, it, and part of it was because I had a hard time focusing on what to do. Exactly. You ever you ever read a book that you're supposed to highlight and you end up highlighting the whole book? Instead yeah, because like, you don't know what you're supposed uh, to look for. That was me. So here's <laughs> the deal, right? You put in, I would say, enough effort that you needed to finish the task. And exactly. how did you do on that test? I got a hundred. I got over credit too. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got like above and beyond credit. Yes. <laughs> now here's the situation. What do you know about some of the kids maybe that didn't put in the effort? They're going to go in there feeling. Oh, I remember a few kids even came in and I was like, they're like, oh, the test is today. And they start freaking out and they're pulling out their paper really quick and seeing if they have the last two minutes. Oh man. Uh, See, I do that a lot too, where I, I underestimate the amount of time that needs to go into something. Yeah. You know? And I think when we do that, uh, we end up kind of, I guess, we kind of, I'm, I'm going to say dumb ourselves down. Yeah. We're, I'm sitting there listening to you as we're going to the store that night and your mom's reviewing them with you and and you're just rattling them off. And I'm like, how in the crap? <laughs> so basically, do you think what you did was a superpower? Do you think it just was prioritizing your time? I think it was prioritizing my time. So you don't have to be, so what you're saying is it's not a superpower to like learn things? Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. He also gave us this timeline, and it was 197 bones, spelled all correctly, know where they're at, and extra credit is naming what they actually are, not just the name. Like, if it's the, uh, let me think of, like, the patella, which is your mm -hmm. kneecaps. If I put kneecaps in parentheses, that would give me an extra credit point. So it was all of that, but then, like, 
when he gave us this time period of five days to get it done, obviously you're going to get like that stressed out more because you're five days to do all of this. But if you start breaking it down to what day you're going to do this and what day you're going to do this, right. it makes it so much easier. I, I love that. And then that way you don't have to spend so much time like um, you know, worrying about like, you know, what you missed. You can exactly. worry about like just, you know, what's coming next. Day by day. I love that. Yeah. All right, so next one is being flexible and able to adapt, which is what I was thinking oh, about. Oh, man. Is like if a priority falls through or something, you have to be able to move on to the next priority. If this one, if you don't, like I do this all the time in math. If I'm doing a problem and I have no idea what this problem is, I need to be able to be flexible and move on to the next question and hopefully can come back to that in the end. You bring a good point, too, because like here, here's the situation. If, you're, if you are trying to complete a certain task and your heart's not all the way in it, but you said you'd do it. You got to finish it to you the best of your to, ability, yeah. right? And so I think what happens too is that uh, we need to be a little bit more vocal with with our loved ones, with our with our you know coworkers, whoever, yeah. teachers, whatever, about what our capacity is, right? Exactly. The capacity that we have to to complete a task kind of goes off of how much energy we have in the reserve tank. See, and that's really funny because speaking of which, so in math right now, our teacher. She's, she works with like a lot of, she was in a high school teacher for a long time and she did a lot of honors classes and we're just a normal math class. We're not in honors. And so she's really good at giving a lot of work and just hoping that we understand. Mm. And she did that a lot for the first like week of school. And our test was like over a 30 question test after only like two weeks of work and we had no idea what we we're doing i thought it was just me i literally came home and i was like i might need to get a tutor but it was funny because we all took that test and after you could tell the whole class was like what did we just do mm -hmm. and she came in that next day and i went up to her i was like i need to retake this like how can i retake this my grade is going to be awful and she goes that's kind of funny and goes to the front of the class and goes hey guys so i feel like i probably overworked all of you she's like this next two weeks we're going to re-go over our unit and we're going to take a second test on the thing now mm -hmm. this second test i was like oh it's going to be long again she gave us like a 15 question test compared to a 30 question test everybody got it done everybody got we wow. went over it again. She broke down the steps more, gave less of the work, and we all understood it more because we weren't so stressed over how much we were doing. See, that makes a lot of sense. And I like that, that uh, I guess, that concept of when a collective uh, prioritizes their time and ends up not having the results you want, then the person, you know, like like offering the information needs to reevaluate. Yeah. And, and that happens a lot, I think, in family systems too where – you know, there'll be times where maybe we, we give too many chores or too many expectations and, you know, um, the priority of feeding the dog, watering the plants, all this stuff. Yeah. Maybe they come home and the plants are dead and we're like, what the heck, right? Yeah. It's like, no, there was other things that took more of a priority. And so what your teacher did is like, hey, my priority to move through this quickly is not going to it's not exactly. gonna work. I need to reevaluate. Yeah. But I love that too, that... that you, that she was able to see okay that it was the word because how, how worried were you about that oh i was completely worried i was stressing out everyone was like i was like maybe i should start getting a tutor maybe i need like one-on-one yeah. -on -one with her to start understanding this more absolutely and i think when and, and that's the thing too right is we could say oh, like this um your priority is goofing around with your friends not studying for math Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, you've done your fair share of studying for math. Yeah. And it's like, well, at what point does like that priority of wanting to do good get thrown to the wind because it's not falling exactly. in the brain cells, right? Yes. And then you end up getting in trouble because you're not putting in enough effort or work. Exactly. And it's like, no, I am. So that's, that's kind of hard. So I think we've got to be emotionally intelligent enough 
when we're dealing with something to say, hey, mom or dad or teacher, yeah, I put in a lot of work here. Exactly, and, it and it's not working. I have, a, I have a long story about that sometime. I'll tell you about your dad's math experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one of our last ones is know when to cut. And I was like, what does that mean? And then I was thinking about it, and I was like, know when to cut off one of the priorities, whether it's important to you, but it may not be important to someone else, or it may not be beneficial, or... All sorts of things. Right. And, and that's where you've got to kind of cut your losses, then go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. So the, the interesting thing about priorities, um, if, if I was to ask you right now, Savannah, in yeah. your life, everything that's going on in, in Savannah Jade Robinson's life, <laughs> what would you say your priority list would look like? What's on the top? What's on the bottom? We always know it's self, which I know that's very important So what do you got to do for yourself to keep yourself maybe emotionally grounded, um, mentally set? Um, Even healthy yeah. yeah I do anything with sports relies into self because I'm keeping myself fit which is comes in with volleyball and then let's see like relationships men- and friends exactly yes it's keeping you mentally would be more of like my schoolwork the way I'm perceiving myself all of that kind of stuff like this the podcast social aspects and then the last one with like um what was it physical well, not physical yeah it's your own list you can put whatever yeah, you want in there that would be so that would obviously all rely into the number one, which is myself. But then that goes into my same thing with school. School is one of my top priorities. You guys know that. Uh-huh. I focus a lot on school because that's something that I feel like is very important in my life and will always be, whether I, I like it cool. or not. Um, so that's always one of my top ones. But I feel like also some of my top ones are service. I do. A, I love that has to be one of my main priorities all the time is being able to serve people and being able to help people, anything with that kind of stuff. I I think that's um I think that's a super I think it's a super strong list. And yeah. I like it for a few different reasons. Um for me I would say my priority first and foremost is is my spiritual well-being. Yeah. You know, cuz I know that if I'm connected spiritually then I'm going to be a, a better father, I'm going to be a better counselor, yeah. I'm going to be a better therapist. Does that make sense? Better exactly. coach. My next one would be my relationship with you guys being able to occupy my time you know to prioritize it to the point where i get to be around all of you including mom yeah you know and then my relationship with like 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 things like you know relationship with the house that i got to keep it maintained and mm-hmm. all these other things and so you know one of the reasons i always ask this question to some like to my my clients i want to get your thoughts on it yeah i say when you look at me, what would you guys think my number one priority is? And a lot of them say my job. Yeah, I was, I, that's the first thing that came to my yeah. head was work. Even and though. the funny thing about that is, is why why do I even have a job? Why do I even go there? What, what's the point of me even going to a job? Do you Bec- know? Well, for you, it's because it's beneficial for you and others, and that's something your other priority is, is with service and helping. Oh, man, man, I wish I was that. <laughs> I wish I was that, uh, I guess, humble. My number one priority is to make an income to support my family yeah. so that we have a home, we have food, we have the ability to, to, uh, to, 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 to be safe, right? Exactly. So that's what's funny is I only go to work, really, to like be able to spend more time with you guys. Okay, so it's kind yeah. of funny if you think about it. Like Everything starts Most of my together. day is me leaving you guys behind. Yeah. Does that make sense? Honestly, though. And the benefit I have because of the job that I chose is to, that I do. I get to help people. I, I get to, you know, see them grow. Uh, you know, there's some hard times in, in those situations. But so my priority really is, is to be first and foremost, like a provider and a, and a dad to you guys and a husband to, to mom. So there's a lot of cool things with that. But priorities get kind of skewed when 
for instance, when we uh, when we were at our previous jobs, yeah. and you saw the, the balance that kind of got like completely shook up. It was. How much time did we spend up there? A lot. You know, and yeah. then, you know, so I, I see all that kind of being a little bit of a blessing in disguise that like yeah. this last year we were able to do so much as a family. Exactly, yeah. Kind of a funny thing how priorities shift, huh? It is. And it all, it really is just like what's most important to you and I feel like a lot of people try and change that and be like like for school for instance a lot of the times like well I hear it all the time I mean it's in every class is your first priority for the day is to get this done and this done and this done and then they name off this list but not only is this list just for that class you also have that with the school and then you have that with yourself and then you have it with social and it just keeps building outwards okay so for all the kids out there I want you to try and explain this I would imagine that every teacher that you go to believes that their content is the most important. Yes. So they all want you to prioritize their class. Exactly. So if you have seven people that want you to prioritize their information first and foremost, how in the world do you balance that at home? Does that make sense? Exactly, sense what I'm asking? yes. How do you, how do you balance say, well, out? English is more important than science, but science is more important than PE, but PE is more important than art. Art is, does that make sense? Exactly. How do you balance that? For me, I do it with, well, obviously, so I'm in ninth grade, which means my grades are trying to count my permanent record. So I start with my four major classes, which is English, math, science, and I think World Civ is what I would say are my four main classes. Those are the four things I'm going to spend most of my time on. One, because those are the four like main curriculars you use throughout your life. Right. They're also the ones that give the most work, and so I'd rather get the most work done first. And they're most of my harder classes, so I'd rather get my harder classes done before I have my easy classes but then again, like if let's say it's someone else who they think art is, they're really into art and that's more important to them. It's what's important to you and that's what you prioritize off of. Wow. Okay. So now let's take school and put school has like subcategories of seven major priorities. Yes. So you have school and you have this entity that is school. But then let's say you go home and maybe you have friends like this, or maybe you know people like this where school becomes a secondary priority and maybe because home life is kind of stressed and there's struggles there. Maybe friends and relationships become first. first. What happens when you see a priority list start to completely get turned upside down where all of a sudden things are most important like school and those kind of things yeah. get get pushed way back for like friends, social life, experiences, excitement, fun. What happens when, well, when that gets turned around? I personally know people who have done this and that is they lose motivation. They lose motivation for not only the schoolwork, but then it starts, you start to notice it in the relationships and in the friendships, because Mm -hmm. if they're not, if they can't even prioritize something, how are they going to have motivation to do anything? Yeah. said a friend once tell me this. I want to get your thoughts on it. (laughs) He said to me, he's like, well, I don't know what to do because I don't like school and I don't like to work. Okay. So that's like, like, okay, well, I'm like, well, uh, dude, you want to go fishing? Like, you know, exactly. but like, because like, yeah, there's so many things pivot on that. And the thing is, is I'm not, I don't think it's, I want you to grow up too fast. Yeah. But you also have to have, I guess, a sense of stability. And so if relationships become a first and foremost priority, and I'm not talking about family relationships, I'm talking about like even romantic boyfriend, girlfriend relationships where you start investing so much time in that one person at, at your age. Yeah. What do you think can, what do you think can hurt that person later on down the road well it's emotionally draining and especially at our age it's you're setting off this sort of like it's if that you're one of their first people they're ever like having this it's going to start setting off the rest of their like um 
I don't, what do you call it? Like their mental thing. I'm not expecting like their emotional growth. Exactly. Their mental, yeah, yeah. Because now this next time they ask someone out and like, let's say they got rejected the first time. The next time, why, why wouldn't they just think that they're going to get rejected? Why wouldn't they think that they're spending too much, t- like that they give all their time to this one person? They're going to be scared to get her over and over again to the point they're never going to want to experience it. So in a social life too, I know that uh, from personal experience coming from a broken home myself, um, you know, prioritizing like, like interpersonal relationships, meaning like very meaningful relationships. Yeah. Um, how hard do you think that is for, for kids your age to kind of balance like when they're in a divorce situation where, you know, they don't want to pick favorites or whatnot, but they, they almost kind of have to. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so how do you feel like when kids have to prioritize like their family time or their, you know, their, their relationship time? Because you know, we were talking about this over the weekend. You and I went to the grocery store to do something. And yeah. um, we were talking about friendships and things. And you're like, yeah, I had a friend that needed to go spend time with her dad. And, and you know, and I got thinking, you know, same thing with Camden yesterday. Yeah. Um, and he was talking to me about how this friend of his kind of gets split. And so Camden wanted to do something with this kid, but he couldn't because he's going with his dad. And I got thinking, God, I remember how hard that was. Yeah. You know, so how, I mean... I would say parents that have children that are like in a divorce situation, what do you think they need to be most mindful of? Because at that point, friendships are super important. Yeah. So, so is parent time. So what do you, what, what do you think? I think it's all feelings. I feel like you need to be very, very cautious of people's feelings because a lot of the times you could say something that could genuinely hurt them. Like, let's say like someone is wanting to spend time with their family. Like, well, why are you wanting to spend time with us? Like, are we not your first priority? And then you're like, well, like, I love you just as much, but I need to be able to make sure I'm equaling this out with my family and my friends and balancing it still. And I mean, like, you also have to put yourself in those situations as well where, like, like okay, well, if I was in their shoes and they wanted to do this, like, how would I feel if someone was being mad at me for not wanting it? Oh, you know what? Sorry, you bring up a good point because now I look at this. Okay, so now we've got school and the seven priorities at our school. Yes. You got family systems, which in some systems mean multi-parents or, you know, multi-siblings or, or what have you. Yes. And then we have friendships. And then we have, for those that cross that boundary that I wouldn't recommend right away, romantic relationships. And so you've got, yeah. you've got school, you've got relationships. And now comes prioritizing time. Yeah. Because for you guys, all of a sudden now you've got sports and you've got church and you've got young women's and you've got you know, exactly. all these other things. And so realistically when do you have time to just just be barely very rarely barely right? which and is... then you then you get me and mom you're like clean up your closet yeah like your right? room's messy you need to come <laughs> home like this isn't a priority of mine exactly so when you balance well how do you balance i mean i don't for instance that. literally mom the other day was like oh i just told her today i was like hey i'm i'm gonna be cleaning my closet i'll just be upstairs and she's like I swear you're cleaning your closet every other week and she's like I know it's really you messy right now. You got skeletons in the closet yeah. there, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really messy and I was thinking about it and I was like it's funny because like I can start my the week off with my room extremely extremely clean like top to bottom and barely two days in you can't even see the floor so because I have so many other priorities where my room is not one of them. You really do. And I think sometimes we got to slow the process down Which and is, look at that, Exactly. Right? Because, like, I mean, even with one of my friends, we were talking about it the other day. It's like, she had, like, a really, really bad week. And um, 
And she had like, I went into her room when we were hanging out. Oh man, it was, it was a mess. You're like, and, like what happened here? I know, we both like looked at it and we both like looked at each other and kind of laughed. And we're like, <laughs> how did it get this bad? <laughs> and then um, the next day, was a, that was a Friday. And then we came in on Saturday and I went over back to her house on that Saturday. And the room was spotless and it was vacuumed and cleaned and she had a candle lit. And she sat there and she looked at me and she goes, I'm having a really good day. And I go, so like, your room? And she goes... Yeah, I feel like it all started with my room waking up in a clean room. That's so funny. And it starts with that because, like, just taking time to just, like, I'm taking time out of this day to just listen to music, clean my room. That's just taking time for myself. Yeah. Even if I'm getting, I'm multitasking, getting it done. It's all back to time management. It's true. And it, that'll help even, like, like, mom always says, it's so important to make your bed because you'll be more productive throughout the day. Like, how do you, why does that, like, work? How does that work? But it goes back to that same, like, logic and science of making that time for you it's true and, because and no matter life. how bad your day is when you come home you have a, a room exactly a you have a made. nice own space to which like, is think. funny again because again it leads to priorities right yeah because at your age and stuff with all the stuff you guys are involved in sometimes even like things that are necessary uh, and need to be high priority get put on the back burner yes like sleep or nutrition oh, yeah. and things like that and so it's interesting because I don't think anyone ever, I don't think anyone has all of this stuff figured out. Oh, to be no, there's no there's way. anyone that has, like, the perfect yeah, schedule. Yeah, like, how? <laughs> you know? I, I mean, And even on. that would, like, even if you do have that perfect schedule where, like, 5 o'clock I wake up and it's hour by hour perfect, like, then again, like, that's going to become stressful, okay, like, if you fall you out of that question. cycle. Like, I didn't, now, now, to each his own. And, and this might not be, like, something that you and I would want, but yeah. would you want a life so regimented that that's how it is? That, no. That, that like, that like at, at, at 5.30 in the morning, you're up. At 5.35, you're making your bed. At, at, at 5.45, you're eating breakfast. At, at 6 <laughs> o'clock, you're washing dishes. At seven, does it make sense? Exactly. 7, you're leaving every the house. Every day, like, every day. That would be so, like, that would be know. so boring. And it would be, I feel like, for me, that would be so draining. Like, never having, like, a break. Never being able to, like... Because then again, like, if you have such that perfect schedule, like, I used to be, like, I'm a perfectionist and we know this. And I used to have, like, that perfect schedule. It was last year and it was 6 o'clock I wake up, 6.30. I'm doing hair and makeup by 7. At 7 o'clock I have to be eating breakfast by this time I have to be ready for carpool. Like, and it was a whole thing. And I didn't realize, like, even when I do get that break or, like, when I would wake up late, I would freak out that I missed that entire schedule half. Even though I could get ready in that ah, 45 minutes of the I time like I that. had. That's good insight, actually. So, yeah. see, and, and that's important because there are people that I think that works for. But if it doesn't work for you, why don't, are you trying to prioritize exactly, it to make it happen? Don't do it. Let it. You gotta find something that works for you. And if you and if you start to break it down and write it out, it'll come easier. So I think maybe for parents on this side, I think we parents need to be more mindful of of how important your schedule is and how much you do have going on. You guys have incredibly uh, more homework than I ever had. Oh yeah. And I'm not saying that because I sucked at school. I mean, legitimately. We didn't have that much. Yeah, you didn't get that much. And <clears throat> all these extracurricular activities and the church stuff and the stuff that we want you to participate in and family time and things. It's like we got to be careful as parents not to overburden or overbook you as yeah. well. But yeah. your kids have to do what? I mean, that's parents' side. What do you think kids should do? They should Looking be able to exactly. be able to open up and say, Hey, like I'm really like when some like let's say when you guys get mad if my room's messy be like, I'm sorry, I had a stressful week, I had other priorities and this isn't one of them. I can get to them later, but I need to figure out what I'm doing and I need to make this list, even if it is, from my biggest priority to my least. Well, like this, okay. How many times do I come home and complain about the dishes? 
Most of them. <laughs> and who ends up doing most of the dishes? To you, be honest. You. you. You or mom. Me and mom. You know why we do that? Because Because you guys have a lot on your plates, too. Yeah. And I would really love for you guys to do the dishes. Honestly, I hate doing dishes. But <laughs> I'd much rather you be able to spend the time doing things that you need yeah. versus doing things that I need. Exactly. Because my hands aren't painted on. And as much as I want to run downstairs and play games with the boys or watch something, it's like, all right, I can do this. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I think maybe we need to do a little bit more give and take. Now, granted, we wanted to have kids so that you guys could help with all the whole, with all the chores, yeah. right? But you're doing a lot of other stuff, and I think we need to be mindful of time exactly, and being able to prioritize. Yeah. Me being able to to give you the time that you need, um, you know, even if it's, I mean, this might sound kind of silly, and I don't want people to think, oh, well, you guys have the perfect family because we don't. No, yeah. Um, I'd much rather you have the time even to just breathe for a few minutes than have to run downstairs and do dishes. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Because you you do. Do a lot. Yeah. All of the kids do. Well, the boys, they need to step it up. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's, let's honest. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, you guys do. So, then I think this is a great, I think this is a great one um, to talk about. Because exactly, priority yeah. lists are, they're important, aren't they? Yeah. So, um, for you guys, for the listeners, I advise that you guys, after you finish listening to this, go home or wherever you are and write down a list of your biggest priority, starting with yourself to your least priority and start working off of that and for like even just try it for a week and see how you feel and how it works and if your time management gets better absolutely so yeah and these these half hour segments they go fast they do yeah <laughs> so why don't you bring us home all right uh thank you guys for listening we have um co- a one-on-one with coach blue every wednesday thank you for radio ronin um, and you know, Radio Ronan has a new uh, ice cream flavor oh, out yeah, for Halloween. Too. Right? JJ's ice cream. They're very. <laughs> we are ordering it, and Mom is like not wanting. She's like, she's come on. She's she didn't really care Because have you heard the boys walking around saying they want to try? Oh man, Chunga's apple cider. Yeah, so they have said it. You have to. Apparently, Chunga's making us say it that way. So. Okay, yeah. if you don't, you just can't. Yeah, so yeah, so jump on there too. Grab on the Radio Ronan JJ's ice cream four pack. It's yeah. Really Um, But like always, until next time, there are no ordinary moments.